All right. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Coach's Spot. I'm here today with Anthony DeBruel. I am your host, Jason T. Powell. And we've already had a disagreement before we even started. Oh, wait. Is it recording? Oh, it is recording. Yeah. Cool. Okay. They, they've updated Zoom. So, like, everything's in a different place now. Mm. And so the recording, it's harder to see. So I didn't know. And then they put the... They change the settings page. It's all, I hate updates. Why do they have to update anything? I'm a Gen Xer. We don't like updates. So we don't like all them technology things no. as you young folks express. Yeah, we just don't use. Like <laughs> uh, today I wanted to talk about or touch on uh, coaching systems a little bit. Uh, Anthony and I kind of disagree on coaching systems. Although he, for his lower level athletes, has a coaching system, but as they get older, he doesn't quite stick to it as much, right? No, I no, just because I've learned that I would figure with, you know, kids, I'm like, okay, so this is the way that they're probably going to go. And I start to plan out and stuff like that. I don't know how many times I've ran into where it goes, nope, I'm going <laughs> to do the exact opposite. Like yeah. I, even this year, I had uh, two girls training packs. And didn't look bad, but when it got down to, I want to say about a month ago, it just is at a standstill. Yeah. And I'm like, so then they're like, well, what do you think about the overshoot? And I was like, I mean, we can do that too. Thank so you. Now, you. Call it overshoots. <laughs> that's what we do. Yeah. We call them overshoots. I call them overshoots too. But one of uh gyms I worked at, they were, they called them shoot overs and high to low i'm like it's it's an overshoot <laughs> but whatever call it whatever you want well when i and i'm when i'm in coaching systems this is how i pick my coaching system because it's different it's de mm. different depending on the program i'm in so i'll go to a new program which i do more than i should uh <laughs> but and i think this works in every sport i go to a new program and i evaluate and then i make a decision based on what I evaluate and what I see on what's going to be our one thing. Cause I think you've seen it when my girls compete or when my athletes compete, you see there's one thing we're really good at. Like I yeah. pick one thing, just say it's cast handstands, say it's front handspring, say it's souk, say it's your chankos. That doesn't mean to say I don't have girls that do both vaults but everybody gets pretty capable at one of them. And so I pick one thing depending on what, and I push on that 95% of the times, the one thing I pick is we're not going to be, we're going to be in the best shape of any other team there. So we're going to be in the best condition. And that's pretty much a solid for me. Like we're always in the best condition. A good, I probably shouldn't say this, but this weekend, I conditioned and another group of girls, I think I told you this, another group of athletes jumped in with my athletes. Mm -hmm. And I've only been there three weeks, maybe. I don't even think I've been there a month, have I? I don't know. Anyway, and three of them threw up <laughs> during my conditioning. <laughs> yeah, no, I just hand out slices of pizza. I didn't mean to. I, you know, I, it wasn't like I was pushing extra hard. It, to be totally honest, it was my warm up for conditioning. And three of them threw up. One of them was one of my athlete's sisters. And I look over, we finished conditioning and I look over 
and she's standing between the beams and all of a sudden she just blows chunks all over the mats like didn't even get to the trash can and then on her way to the bathroom threw up on the wall and i'm like oh well that's gonna be good for transmitting covid (laughs) i'm like oh crap good thing she didn't have a mask on yeah, that would have been really bad. <laughs> this is turning into the rogue right real quick. Um, yeah, right. I bring it back. I digress. But so, you know, a lot of times we'll go and people might be, ah, oh, Jason's girls don't look quite ready, but man, they look in shape. Yeah. Like we get that a lot. And that's the one thing that I'm terrible at is conditioning. Like if you, if you want your girls to be conditioned and be good, do not send them to me. I'm telling you, I am the biggest I swear I have the word sucker written on my forehead and I'll take well, in past times and past times is a little bit different because they were a little bit more during my coaching partners. Yeah. And it's like kids would cry and things like that. And then I'd huff, huff and puff my chest and try to protect them because that that's just who I am. And I remember all my uh, coach partners are like, Anthony, you need to leave. You need to yeah. leave. Like you need to calm down. Like, these kids are fooling you, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, no, like, it's terrible what you're doing. So I would walk off and storm off. And then um, came the time where I came back or I'm by myself and I'm conditioning and I'm doing my stuff and I'm thinking, and they would start doing the, I think you realize how ridiculous those numbers are, blah, blah, blah. And they, and they start telling me this and I'm like, well, maybe. So I started going a little bit lower. Cause I'm like, these are achievable numbers. If I can hit these numbers and I, I mean, now I'm working out more, but when I wasn't, I'm like, you can do it, right? And they started figuring it out, how to just make the faces and all that. And I'm like, oh, all right. Yes. And then finally, I swear, three months ago, I'm going, I'm an idiot. Because now <laughs> kids from other groups are, because uh, I was in season, I hadn't been um, with this uh, 8, 10 group mm-hmm. that 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 I conditioned on Saturdays. They were like, they were, they were, um, texting um around to see if coach anthony was gonna coach them because they knew they can get away with stuff and they were saying all these things and then one of my students goes dude you do realize that they're taking advantage of me and i'm like what and then sure enough i just realized that i've been the biggest sucker forever so none of those kids are getting good conditioning i think i think i've told this story but we do map pushes a lot because cardio wise and it's good for hip flexors and glutes and stuff so we do mat pushes and that's when they push mats down the down the floor which is 40 feet they do a forward roll they turn around they push the mat back so it's it's 80 feet all together and down and back is one and i started at a new program this is 20 years ago i started a new program and i came from working with terry and terry was very very condition orientated like he was like, you will, you might not get a skill, but it's not because you are not strong enough. It will not happen. So his girls were always so buff. And so I was doing mat pushes and I'm like, you have to do five. So down and back is one. You have to do five in less than a minute. So you figure 80 feet times five is what? Four, 450 feet of mat pushes. So, or four, 40. 40, 40 feet or 400 feet, whatever. It doesn't matter. So anyway, they're doing the map pushes. And I'm like, you got to do it in less than a minute. They don't do it in less than a minute. I'm like, again, don't do it less than a minute. Go again. Don't do it less than a minute. Go again. 
we we can't do it. It's impossible. You can't do it in less than a minute. It's impossible. I said, fine. And I got on a mat and I said, start the timer. And I did five in like 48 seconds. And they're like, oh, okay. I'm, a, I'm like, I'm a fat old man. And I did it in 48 seconds. You can do it. And so <laughs> then, then uh, I go, you know what? And then they go and they all did it like 45 to 50 seconds. I'm like, I'm really disappointed in y'all. I really, I, you know what? My Beeman floor coach at the time was standing right there. I'm like, you know what? She's got the, she's got the practice for the rest of the day. I'm going home. I'm so disappointed in you guys. I'm going home. Then I walked out in the lobby and threw up <laughs> and went home and slept for like 20 hours. <laughs> I was toast. I couldn't walk for a week. Oh, man. So every day I came in, I had to pretend like I wasn't in total pain. I, it that's, hurt so bad. I'm like, oh, maybe hilarious. that was a little much. But no, from that day forward, they never, ever were more than a minute. That's funny. And I mean, yeah, they, no. just, they just, got, and I, I learned that from Terry a long time ago. Because I think, if I've told the story, I'm sorry. But I had a girl on bars, and uh, you'll know what I'm talking about, but a lot of people won't. But a cast, she's a level four or five. And he comes over and he goes, hey, do a cast handstand. And I'm already coaching bars. Like he comes over and interrupts and he's like, do a cast handstand. And she's like, okay. And she does a kip and she goes, boom, almost makes handstand. I mean, it's not pretty at all, but yeah. almost makes handstand. He goes, I don't care what it looks like. He goes, but I want you to fall over the bar. So I want you to go all the way to handstand, fall over the bar. So next try, she goes, kip cast handstand, fall over the bar. And I go, why don't you ever do that for me? And she goes, you never asked. So, <laughs> Wherever you put your expectations, that's where they're going to reach. So yeah. if your expectation is 50 push-ups, sooner or later, they're going to be able to do 50 push -ups. I mean, I had a girl do 28 pull-ups in the presidential testing, uh, the physical fitness testing. She did 28 pull-ups with perfect form, not those CrossFit, drop and go, drop and go, those terrible pull-ups, which I'm like, how do you not, your shoulders not fall off? But how many I'm days talking you about do? 28. Oh, that's it? <laughs> Shut up. I do that like nothing. Well, that's a lot. <laughs> you know, that's a lot of pull-ups. Dude, I can't even do form. one. I I can do like seven when I'm in good shape. I'm not in good shape. Well, my I just had shoulders. Oh, so yeah, yeah, I was going to say. I can't do them right now. But I was up to like seven or something. My son can do five and he's eight. And his the guys he plays sports with are like, that's so cool. So now they all can do a lot of pull-ups because they wanted to be like Finn. So they do pull-ups. My son's ripped, though. My son's in great physical condition. Yeah. But he's an athlete. He's the exact opposite of how I was. I was a terrible athlete. So back back to the coaching system, though. Yeah. So I pick one thing, and I'm not the only one that does this. I, I Someone I know that does cross-country is a cross-country coach, which I'm like, isn't it pretty easy to coach cross-country? You just say one foot in front of right. the other, don't you? No. But what they got really good at was their kick on the last mile. And so their thing became passing people in the last mile. And mm. that was their thing. That's the one thing they picked. You know, Will or Gator, when we talked to Gator, what was the one thing he picked? Defense, mm -hmm. fielding. You know, he picked, he picked that thing that they're going to be spectacular at. Yeah. And then, and Will, tackling. We're not going to miss tackles ever. They might yeah, say we, they might say we're not a good offensive team, but they're never going to say we're not a good tackling team. And they pick that one thing. And then you build off of it. So say you yeah. go to a gym 
say, say you're coaching and whatever sport it is and you get there and they're not in peak physical condition. That might be your thing that you pick. Yeah. Or it could so, be, it could be, it could be form. You know, you, you're picking everything we do is going to be technically superior. Well, that's exactly where I'm at. So now that you're standing in that manner, well, then there is, especially for optionals, yeah. handstands. Absolutely. You have to show a handstand. Don't miss them. Cape cast hand, show. Free pen, show. Giant hand, show. Everything has to hit a handstand and you have to show it before you do the next skill. Right. You have to look. And it, that's what I tell them all the time. And if anybody's been around me, they all, you can always hear me. Finish the handstand. Finish the handstand. Your dog thinks you're correct, too. Oh, somebody just knocked on my door. Hold on. <laughs> I have, I have, you have yeah. ring, don't you? Yeah, it's vivid. You didn't put up a sign that says, I am, what kind of dog do you have? He sounds pretty big. I thought you didn't like big dogs. Cause you kind of freeze up when my dogs run up to you. <laughs> oh, it's my package. Hold on real quick. Sorry guys. <laughs> do this. Hurry up, bro. <laughs> I'm not even going to edit this out. I'm not even going to edit it out. I'm just going to leave it because I can keep talking. So when I put together a coaching system, the first thing I do is pick what my thing is going to be. Like Anthony was just talking about handstands. If you're a football coach, you know, uh, tackling, if you're a soccer coach, and I'm, I'm just giving you examples of the things I pick. I'm not giving you examples of what you should pick. When I was in boxing, it was jabs. My coach Man, worked our jab to have good jabs. So, did you get your package? Yeah, my mom sent um, Christmas gifts. Yeah, my my dad. I've been getting nothing but Christmas gifts from my dad. I'm like, dude, stop spoiling my kids. Yeah, I, I get them every day. But but yeah, I, um, cast hand sense is my thing. thing. Yeah, for me, it's hand sense. Well, and I tell girls, it's hand. Well, hand sense and everything for optionals. Yeah, yeah. Well, finish the handstand on bars. They're yep. always telling me, well, I can't, I can't. I can't do a flyaway out of a giant. I go, you're not doing a flyaway out of a giant. You're doing a flyaway out of a handstand. Because giants are handstand to handstand. And they're like, well, oh, oh, oh. And I'm like, or clear. I said, all bars is, is handstands. Everything, stop thinking of it as skills. Just it's handstands to handstands. You're throwing position to position. So think of it that way. And then it doesn't become as complicated. Like I don't teach overshoots to horizontal or to 45. I know that drove me it's nuts. It's to handstand. It's to handstand. Nuts. That drove me nuts because they all did. They they taught it to horizontal first. Well, you'll never get the kid to go to the handstand. Well, because they won't understand it. It takes longer, but um, I think it takes longer if you don't go to handstand. But they were adamant. We were not allowed to teach it from handstand or to handstand. I had to teach it to horizontal. I was forced. That's just flying over and catching a bar. That's all you're doing then. <laughs> I'm just telling you. That's what they're. Mm. But yeah, no. So things like that. Team, so the I, last I, thing that I, that I hit on is feet. Yeah. I, I'm terrible at it. Really? Mm-hmm. Because yeah, I'll tell you. Oh, and well, and some of these girls, I mean, obviously they did not grow up with me and all this other stuff. So they didn't right. go through my system to get to where they're at, but I'm always at the very end after I grill handstands, grill the technique of the skills and stuff like that. Once they've gotten where it looks, where I think it's decent, then I start looking at knees and feet, yeah. which I should probably do that before. Cause I know the, um, 
man, the boys team that we have, they have perfect legs and feet. Yeah. Holy cow, man. They don't really get to choose. That coach is pretty intense. Mm-hmm. Well, and here's my thing. I guess this is, if you take anything away from today's show, here's my thing. Pick, pick your thing and then stick to it and be patient with it. And like, like I have very specific rules on bars. I have very specific rules and I don't deviate from it. I have girls, I have athletes complain about it all the time. Vault, same thing. I have three rules on vault and they're like, I, I know. Oh, oh. And I'm like, no, that's the rule. Well, I can't ball from there. You'll learn. You'll get better. I promise. It's like Novocaine. Just keep using it. Sooner or later, it'll start working. And just, I have three, and coaches argue with me all the time about it. They're like, no, no, you can't do that. You can't do that. I'm like, I do. That's my rule. Like my hurdle line. I get coaches are, I don't even use a hurdle line. I'm like, great. That's great for you and your gym. My gym uses a hurdle line and this is where it's at. And then they're like, well, why do your girls all start in the same place? Why don't you have them just do 13 steps? I go, because I don't do 13 steps. I have them all start in the exact same space. We don't have to worry about it. When we go to a meet, I don't have girls up and down the line. They're all standing at the same number. They all go from the same number. So many coaches argue with me about that. And I'm like, here's the thing. I did the scientific research and got the data. And the data states that no matter how tall the girl is, no matter how long her stride is, none of that crap matters. You cannot get to full velocity in, in under 76 feet. You will never have the vault. That, so if you have a girl that vaults from 62 feet and she's spectacular, she could be even better. So, and you know me, you've seen my vaulters. They don't mm-hmm. suck. Like, but people still argue with me about it, which is fine. I love debate. I love that's just, that's just ego. I've been doing this for so long. Like I I keep hearing other coaches, like I'm I'm this age and above and I'm like, yeah. And then what have you done before? Right. This is what works for me. It's that simple. Take, take what works for you Mm -hmm. to get from other coaches because nothing's original. Well, and you know what? The biggest mistake that most coaches make, and still to this day, even I know experienced coaches, they still make this mistake, is they do they keep changing what they're doing. They keep doing a bunch of different things. They'll change it. They'll change it. They'll change it. And it's like, no. Do what you know what's good and what would work, and just go keep going. Like I said. You have to change in the middle, then then you make small changes. That's what I'm saying. No, don't, don't change the baseline. Keep the baseline the same. So if you're writing your workout, keep your workout, the the baseline of your workout the same. And then you add things on the outskirts of that. So Mm -hmm. when I have my bar workout, I have, I have very specific rules on bars. You're not allowed to straddle glide. You, um, uh, you have to jump from a very specific position that I put you in. And then what's my last rule? Oh, you always have to kip and you have to squat on. There's no climbing up on the bar. You always have yeah. to kip and you always have to, I actually say stoop on. So you have to do a pike on. So you always have to kip onto the bar. There's no pullovers, even in conditioning, you have to kip and that I always make you stoop on. These are all basic rules. I always have those rules. And yeah. then I have a very specific warm up that I use that has a little bit of conditioning in it. And then I vary the workout on the outskirts of that. 
the drills and the things on the outskirts are different. And I'll change those depending on the group or depending on whatever. So I, I can change around, but my base is still the same. The foundation of the workout stays the same, whether it's vault, a bars, um, beam or floor. Cause I, I, right now I'm coaching beam and floor too. So, you know, it, I have, I have a base on whatever event I'm on. And then I have a base for conditioning. It's all core related. Yeah. All my conditioning has to do there. In, it incorporates core somehow, even if it's a leg workout, even if it's a upper body workout, there's yeah. core. And I would encourage, because I see this too, from a lot of coaches, um, and it may work for some. So if you're listening and you're like, well, I do that and my kids are good. Well, that's great. But I tried everything in the world, okay, to try not to be engaged and spotting so I can watch back and give, you know, full right. corrections to all my kids. Um, it's, if you, you have to get in no matter what. You got to get hands in, either spotting or whatever, get in with them and engage with them. Because I found when I would try to stand back and give verbal corrections, I got my kids to a certain peak. Like there was a certain point where they were good, but right. they weren't like, you know what I mean? And I was like, dang, man, what am I doing? What am I doing wrong? And then I had to get my hands dirty. I got to get in there. And I started, yeah. you know, spotting more like, say, for instance, like um, level four. I'm going to use that as an example because everybody hates doing level four because you have to spot. level four. I love drop kips, drop kips, drop kips, cast, drop kips, cast, all that stuff. See, Spotting bars, the swing. Bars, I agree with that. I never ever spot on vault. Yeah, no, spot. no. But on on bars, I try to do it to where I can kick back and like look, That's and it just so did not. Yeah, it just did not work. Like, and then I would use like for level fives. I I start on strap bar work. Yeah, That's where I start, and then. I, and then I spot, 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 spot. And then I go, okay, we're ready. This looks yeah. good. Let's try it on bars now. And then we go to bars and then I kind of let them try, work it out. And then I'll start spotting it. And then, and then it just all starts going. The last thing I do is flyaways. Yeah. I never work flyaway. Mm -mm. I, I'll spot, I spot a lot of like dead cow drops and hollow shapes. Off dead the cow drops. Why do they call them dead cow drops? I don't know. That's just what Terry called them. And then I started calling them that. And yeah, when the funny I got... thing is I went, I went to my new gym mm. and uh, guess what they call them? Dead cow drops. Yeah. Same thing. But, where I work. but my boss, her daughter was coached by Terry. Mm. So yeah. um, I've it's always funny how timer. it all comes around. Isn't it weird yeah. how it all yeah. just where That's... I am now? It's just, I'm like coaching with people I've known 20 some years it's it's great i wish i didn't have to drive 45 minutes every day there and back but or an hour and a half but, yeah. but it uh you know it's it's just um it's kind of, it's just comfortable it's it's weird yeah well the point is just stick to what you're doing trust yourself yeah. and if you have questions ask somebody don't feel like because you're asking questions you know, you're not, and you know, don't throw out good. a whole, don't throw out your whole workout. No. You feel like you're not getting results, make minor changes to the workout. And this is not just gymnastics. This is every, every sport. Yes. Make tiny changes to it because then you can pinpoint why it's not, if you change it all, 
you're not pinpointing what is working and what's not. And if you just do like a shotgun blast of, of change, change, you're not going to know what the problem was. Change it little by little. And then when you start seeing results, now you know where the flaw was. Yeah. And trust the people around you too. Yeah. Don't get so egotistical. Even if you don't agree with those, those people or even their coaching style or philosophy, there's always something in there that is working for them that you can use. Yeah. So trust the people around you and ask questions. Just ask questions. It's funny because I have a very specific shape. I make them jump for their kip mm-hmm. that I put them in. And it it's not it doesn't feel natural to them when they first start doing it. And mm-hmm. there was a girl, there's a coach there yesterday and she's like, Hey, are you on break? And I'm like, yeah. She goes, will you come to bars with me? I said, sure. So we go to bars and she has two girls that are working kips and I put them in that shape and they start making them. And uh, then I leave and, and I go over to get something to drink and I turn around and the two coaches that were on bars are in that shape. They're doing kips and trying it and they're like oh my gosh that is better <laughs> like because they're both ex-gymnasts yeah and they're like oh why didn't anybody tell me this when i was a gymnast and i'm like eh, it's just you know you didn't have me. yeah well, no one, <laughs> yeah and i by far am not i wouldn't say i'm any better than anybody else it's nah, just neither neither yeah. am i i've just been i always say i've always been blessed with um the perfect storm and the perfect kids and it's not in that. I, I truly believe I'm saying the same thing as everybody else. Yeah. The only reason why I'm winning is because my kids love me to death and they, they want to win for themselves and for me because they know. I think, I think a lot of it has to do with, they know that you believe in them. Yeah. And I think that mm-hmm. has a lot to do with it. They know that you have their back even when you have to discipline or you have to do. Yeah, they do like that. Um, you know, and last night, okay, terrible workout. We goofed oh. up way too much. Like it was just a bad work. I know you had a bad night too, but it was just a, and I'm like, okay, well, we're going to have to fix that. But, you know, at the same time, sometimes they need those nights where it yeah. gets a little goofy and crazy. And yeah, every night can't be 150 miles per hour intensity. Every night no. can't be that way. And we have those days. We have those where I'm like, okay, guys, we're not goofing. Let's get going. I need yeah. this, this, and this today. Well, those kids have to see that you're human. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? And what I mean by that is that you're not always so serious and you're not this robot, you know, creating things, you know, in yeah. a assembly line. They have to see that you're human. You know what I mean? And that's how they're going to attach themselves to you. Well, they are. when you like that, then they know. just they just look at you as authoritative you know what i mean well, you have to give them the, the liberty of making mistakes that's where you get better is if you make mistakes so in mm-hmm. some coaches get kids or athletes so pent up because they're afraid to make a mistake that they don't make any changes and you just can't you can't do that you can't you got to give them the room to make different mistakes and you got to give them that space like, I don't care if you make another mistake. Let's just make it a different mistake. Yeah. Instead of the same thing over and over and over and over and over and over again, which is how my threes are right now. Oh, that's my favorite level. Because they're so young. Oh, well, then come over and coach these. <laughs> my favorite, favorite, favorite. And the reason why they're my favorite, see, I'll tell you this. I, the hardest level I ever coached was level twos. Yeah. 
hardest. I, I mean, absolute hardest well, like to try to get those kids to understand technique. Yeah, is nearly impossible. But once I got, and once I got it, boom. I mean, these kids, you would see them, they were lined up perfectly, like like little gymnasts, perfect gymnasts, yeah. cutest can be. And then afterwards, we'd be all sitting around goofing around, you know what I mean? But my favorite my favorite thing about, and this is why I say it, those are my favorite kids, is because you to them, you're like this big figure, like, oh, <laughs> Coach Jason, you know yeah. what I mean? Coach Anthony, we and they love you like a parent. That's kind of like why no matter I what like you say, they're like, yay. And then they get older and then they're like, oh my gosh, you're, you're lame. I don't, I don't you know what I mean? necessarily hundred percent agree with that. If you have good pre-team coaches and low level coaches mm-hmm. and say, cause my last two gyms before this, I only coached upper levels. Mm-hmm. So like when I would get girls that were twos, threes, fours, or tops, I didn't have them for the beginning of their career, but the coaches mm-hmm. that did were, were good coaches, but yeah. then they'd always be looking over and they're like, Oh, I can't wait till I'm in that group with coach Jason. Like yeah. you were this, this, this goal to get to, to get to that group. Oh, look at, look what they're working. Oh, I want to work release moves someday. Oh, and the, yeah. the cool girls are in his group. The cool girls are in his group. Yeah. And the whole time I'm thinking, man, I can't wait to get those girls because they're good. (laughs) Yeah. I guess, I guess I don't, I don't have that because right now, like, especially right now, I coach all levels. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, like, they see me and then they they see my older girls. So they're like, yeah, I just follow you to here, huh? Is that how I get there? I'm like, that's exactly how you get there. I have that right now, but there's too many girls. And I tell them, who do you think is going to pick you on their team? And they're like, dang it, all right. Listen. <laughs> well, right now, because we have uh, two coaches are out. One's on her honeymoon. One had a baby. So I'm coaching all four events. And there's other girls. Baby. Like, when are you going to coach me? When are you going to coach me? And I'm like, I can't. I, I only can coach so many hours a day. And I just can't. So <sighs> That's the hardest because, you know, when those other coaches come back, me every time I come back and and my kids always, well this so and so did this and we were having blast and I'm sitting there, like I'm glad they had fun and I'm cool because I I tell anybody that sells for me, I never give them a lesson plan, and I just tell them this, listen they already know what they're supposed to be doing, and if you want to try something you know what I mean like if you think you see something that you go yeah oh I think this would work, feel free to do well, it and that's the do what you want, to but a I temporary group. Like the one group I'm coaching right now, I can, I can, she's back in a week and I don't coach them. So I can do what I want. And (laughs) it's like, they'll get this or that with the other group I have though, my coaching partner is out. I'm just coaching her events. Yeah. So they're still my Uh, group when she gets back. So I got to be a little bit more disciplined with. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I, all I know is every time I come back and then, they do something or whatever. I'm like, yeah, I'm happy for you. And then I get that sore spot where I'm just like, why don't you work like that for me? Well, when I went, <laughs> that happened to me not too long ago. And my, when I tore my Achilles and I came back and they're like, oh, we were with coach so-and-so and we got to do this and this and this. I'm like, great. You still missing your cast handstand four out of five times? 
Yeah. I go, well, I'm glad you got to work them when I was gone because you ain't working until you get the cast handstand consistent. Yep. You ain't doing those again. Or when the kids so go off to back, camp. Like, we worked pack saltos and we worked to Kotchevs and we worked all this and blah, 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 blah. I go, really? Show me Kip cast handstand. And missed it. And I'm like, great. Well, when you, he doesn't, he, he doesn't get, he, he's not the one that has to take you to meets. And he's not the one that has to console you because you didn't hit one handstand in your whole routine and you got a seven, two. So, Which by the way, you need to do a pack and a Takacha. I'm just saying. I know you may never use those anyway. So <laughs> not to mention she was an overshoot girl, but anyway, <laughs> cause she just didn't have the core strength, but anyway it's just it's just that's a that's a luxury that when coaches take over for you they have they can do stuff like that because they don't have to take them to meets they don't have to take them to competitions and that's for anybody that's for football coaches you come back and you're like oh we we worked this this and this we worked hail marys all day well yeah because they don't have to take you in a real game yeah you know yeah but But, so that's the kind of what the whole yeah gist of today was just pick your baseline of workout coaching system if you will and pick it from other coaches pick and choose and then put it together but keep that base yeah stick with it and keep it consistent consistency is the key to anything and then change it little by little where you think you need pick what you want to be your main focus and then make your workouts off of that and I can be much more specific if you want me to. Like, you guys want to post in the comments and you want me to be much more specific. If there's gymnastics coaches out there that that listen to the show or whatever, please leave in the comments. You can you can find me on Instagram, DM me. Uh, I'll be more than happy to share yeah. what I do. Oh, yeah, me too. You can email I'll me. I'll tell you exactly what I do step so, by step. Yeah, I have no problem with that. Heck, I sent... Uh, a coaching friend of ours asked me about vault all the time. I sent him a video of our whole bar of our, our whole vault workout. Yeah. You sent me that. Uh, did I? Yep. Oh, did I really? I sent it to you too. Yeah. yeah. Huh. I didn't How do you think my vaults got better this season? <laughs> <laughs> well, I know I sent it to uh, the other coach cause he's, the, that's the one where I said, he kept telling me I did what you do where he's like, uh, why your what's your vault workout? And I'm like, oh, I just got a good bunch of vaulters. He's like, huh, that's weird because you say that every year. And every year you get a good bunch of vaulters. <laughs> He's like, so, had a bad so spill the beans, jerk. Yeah. I know. I'm like, okay, I'll video it for you. So I had I had the head coach video it because I have that big floor circuit. Yeah. And uh, which I can't do now. I can only do it on Saturdays. Which sucks. Because of people that schedule. I'm like, I, I need my vault to be a floor rotation. <laughs> like, no, <laughs> you don't get that. I'm like, I need That's that. Funny. I need that. That's the part I work. I would miss working out in the mornings. Cause you have the whole gym. And uh, yeah. it's, at least we'll have it next week. Cause it's Christmas break. So none of the class kids will be in there. So I can, I can brush up on the vaulting drills a little bit. Yep. It's just so hard right now. I don't know where to begin. It's tough. It's a little different than where I was. So it's a little harder. 
but I like it because it, it pushes my coaching skills and it makes me brush up on my basic coaching skills. Cause sometimes you forget you get, especially when you're with upper, upper level girls and, or athletes, and you just, you're sitting there and you, you, each, but each person has their own individual workout. Cause now it's more routine based and, you know, you have half the girls doing packs, half the girls doing overshoots and, you know, you might have one girl doing a ginger and then you got three girls doing Tkachevs and all that stuff. So everything's very individual and you're not coaching yeah. as much as a group. And then you go back to group coaching and it's like, Oh, I forgot how much hard coaching upper. Everybody's like, Oh, he's that person's such a good upper level coach, upper level coaching's easy. <laughs> Four, five, six, seven. That's where the real brutal stuff comes in. It's like, Oh, it's so repetitive. Because it's you're so developing hard. everything for later. Yeah. You I make still, that. I still think the hardest coaching in the gym is pre-team and two. Yeah. Pre-team and level two. If you have a good pre-team and level two coach, everything else is easy. Everything else is easy. Which, when I was at my other gym, I and I still do. There's some really good pre-team coaches where I am now. But I was with the same pre-team coach for 10 years. So we were always on the same page. By the time I got, by the time I'd get her girls, they'd be like, okay, guys, you're moving up to level four or five, whatever. You're with Jason now on bars. And I'd be like, okay, guys, go to bars. I'll be there in a second. And I'd go get something to drink and I'd come out and then they're in a straight line. They already have their grips on. They're already chalked up. They're standing in attention. I'm like, oh, okay, let's go. Here's the workout. Let's go. <laughs> she made my life so easy. <laughs> so. Focus yeah. on that too. If you, if you <sighs> don't have good pre-team coaches, if you don't have a good base coach, quick story and then we're done. There was a team, a high school team in California that uh, wanted to be better at baseball. And so the administration hired this really good baseball coach and they brought him in and they're like, Hey, we want to be state champions in baseball. What do we have to do? You are now in charge. What's the first thing you do? And the first thing he did was start a grassroots city baseball program for like seven and eight year olds. Because that's where it starts. So by the time he got them in high school, they already were, they were already spectacular. And they won like six, seven, eight state championships in a row. And it was all because of that grassroots program. Because you figure they start at six and seven with good coaches, with good grassroots, by the time that guy got him in high school, his job was simple. Okay, batting drills, fielding drills, here we go. Okay, let's go play. And all those kids have been playing together for how long? Eight years? You know, by the time, so you figure they start at seven. Well, how old are you when you're, so they've been playing together seven years when they're freshmen. Oh, wow. And a bunch of his freshmen are playing on the varsity team because they're so freaking good and they've been playing together for so long. My son's baseball team, they're only eight. They've been playing together since they were T-ball at five. Man, I'll tell you what, when it got to the end of the season this year, they were they were starting to look like baseball players. And they're only seven and eight. But man, can they hit. And their fielding got so much better. They're playing basketball together now. 
So their baseball team got together and now they're playing basketball together. It's just crazy. They play all these sports together. They play flag football. So they all know each other really well. And man, they're starting to look like their baseball is starting to get really good. It's crazy. Yeah. But it's all grassroots, man. By the time those guys get to high school and they all play at the same high school, you know how good they're going to be? Because <laughs> they've been playing together for seven, eight years. It's going to be spectacular. So. I'm going to tell your son, you remember the time we played Among Us? Yeah. Can I get some field tickets? He's such an athlete. I was such a terrible athlete. He's so much better. He's so much better. But I started him really early. Like he started gymnastics when he was 18 months. So he's, and they're very physical. Him and my daughter are very, they're always outside. They're always running around. They're always playing. My daughter's always wrestling with the Bernese mountain dog. Like they're always they're going back to gymnastics. They're a ninja warrior right now, but Finn, I think, is going to go back to gymnastics next month. Nice. Start taking. He's going to go on Saturdays with the team group. He's going to be way too tall for gymnastics, though. <laughs> so anyway, that's just what I wanted. To, so grass. Your most important thing is grassroots. Where are you getting your players from, and your athletes from? And it's a lot harder for you because you get a lot of your athletes later because they don't start at your gym. No. Nope. <laughs> there was one time you were like 65% girls from other states and gyms. Yeah. So that makes it a lot harder because you're fixing other people's mistakes. Yeah. I, I, I wouldn't all say were really homegrown. fixing I was at the same gym for 10 years that all my kids were homegrown. They came up through the class program. Yeah. That's see, that's easy. Yeah. <sighs> now, and the parent, because then the parents are also trained. Trains the wrong word, but they're accustomed yeah. to your style. Like they know, a lot of those, they know what's going on. Parents I knew before I ever coached their daughters because I'd talk to them in the lobby and hang out. And because uh, what we would do is when my girls were stretching down, I would go to the lobby and I would talk to parents and I would field any questions or anything because I was good with that part of it. Yeah. And so I would go to the lobby. So a lot of those parents that were preteen parents and stuff, they would ask me questions. And then, you know, we became accustomed to knowing each other. So by the time I got them on team, it was easy. Easy. My parents do not want to talk to Coach Anthony. <laughs> really? That was my hardest transition when I left that gym nope. is when I nope. went to the next gym. You don't talk to parents. Nope. You have, they, a, you have an ambassador. that <laughs> They'll talk to my coaching partners all day. They will not talk to me. Like some will. You know what I mean? When they, because they know, like, but some I think they're just scared of me. I mean, but I'm very much on, nope, I'm the coach. Don't yeah. care. Right. Nope. Yeah. Okay. I, I understand hmm. that that's how I am. Just like, nope, I get really? it. Yeah. But nope. Yeah. Nope. I do not let a parent dictate what I'm going to do. Oh, no, me neither. But um, I'm probably a little bit more. But I mean, I listen and I tell them, yeah, no, I mean, I understand and I get it. And I tell them, you know how it is. And I just think they just, they expect me to lie down and be like, okay. Because I'm just like, hmm, okay. I mean, you can go to another group. I mean, there's other coaches, you know, that's. I get it all fine. the time. I get it all the time when parents come to me and they're like, oh, I didn't come to you at first because I was a little intimidated. I'm like, yeah, I'm the least intimidating person on the face of the planet. 
Like, nah, not when you're um when when you got that mohawk and you're in red like a tomato like that with that meat we were at a we were at a meat first meet of the year and i had a mohawk and i that's when i was lifting like every morning at 5 a.m and one of my friends posted on there was like why is that ufc fighter coaching gymnastics <laughs> that's what it looked like i, I was like, like dude yeah, chill I'm out going, jason I'm going, Jeez. I'm going back to the mohawk i'm going back yeah. to the mohawk for season so january uh once i'm back in the gym working out i'm going back to the mohawk so yeah. I'll be back in a Mohawk uh, January 3rd. And nice. our first meet's like January 16th, I think. Yeah. You know what you know what I'm gonna go back to? When's your first meet? Not including in-house. Uh okay, so in-house is this weekend. Okay. Um but it's prime. Oh which, really? Is that which I, I don't know what it is. February. January. It's January. Okay. No, Woga's in February. That's one of my favorite meets. I wish we were going to it this year. Yeah. Anyway, but yeah, you know, I'm going back to bed right now. What That's is what it? I'm going. Pace cup. Who? What's those big drinks that they sell there with the metal cup? Oh, I don't know. The root beer. Or it's root beer stuff. You have them. I have it. I have the cup here somewhere. It sits on my desk usually. I have the cup. I still drink stuff out of it. It makes everything taste better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. I I have a bunch of them. I buy one every year. I yeah, just don't like take that and they still they're awesome. I'd like I'd be like, hey, can I get six of them? <laughs> just because I want a whole serving set. Yeah, right. Pesco Bill. Pe- what is it? No, can't remember. Anyway, it's great root beer. If you yeah. guys go to the prime meat, get get make sure you get a root beer. Their ice, their sweet tea is good too. Lemonade. I think they sell lemonade, sweet tea, cola. It's all it's all good. Oh, their uh, cream soda is really good too. See, now, yes. now I might just go and hang out with you. Yeah, there you at go. The, at the prime meet, just so I can. What weekend is it? Do you know? I wonder if I have a meet that weekend. I, I don't know. I don't have it in front of me. Cause oh, I love the video or the thing you sent me of our new vice president. <laughs> No, we can't tell you about it. Anthony yeah. always sends me stuff, but he always makes sure it's right in the middle of my practice. Yeah, I do. Uh, we're doing January 21st is the first USA kids. And then we have Excel and TAF. And it's a totally different. Oh, you just texted me. <laughs> You're such a dork. <laughs> it's not an AR-15. You're trying to turn into the rogue right. Stop it. I know, I know, I know. Anyway, anyway. Yeah, we got to end this. Uh, hopefully you comment. guys got something out of this. This was a little bit laid back for most of our coaches' spots. Yeah. But, uh, you know, just stay consistent. Get that Ask questions, on. guys. Ask questions. Please ask questions. Yeah, comment, subscribe, all that good stuff. We, we're on YouTube. And if, if you, you don't agree with this, tell us. Yeah. And tell us why. Because you might be right in that. And guess what? You're making me better. Open up a dialogue for sure. If you're out from another state uh, and you're a gymnastics coach, please let's talk. Yes, please, yes, please. Yes. Uh, Contact us. I can't us. remember what I am on Instagram. Do you have an Instagram? Uh, no, I deleted it. Oh, okay. Um, but I do have my Facebook at Anthony Dubrul, um, or you can email me at adub underscore 
yahoo.com. Make sure you put in that subject, um, letting me know that, hey, you know, what you need to know from Coach's spot, because if not, I will delete it and think it's just spam. Yeah, I'm uh, Coach J Powell. Uh, 71 on Instagram, DM me, uh, or email me Jason at Jason T Powell.com. Yep. Uh, the Instagram's geared more towards our other podcast, but you can still DM me. I'm like, I'll answer. So I answer all of them. So anyway, that's it. Like yep. subscribe, comment, check us out on YouTube. If you want to watch, watch this, it's not, it's just us talking, but, uh, for some reason, People, some people like to watch it on YouTube instead. Yep. So anyway, cool. Right. Thanks again, guys. We're the Coach's Spot. I'm Jason T. Powell. That's Anthony DeBruel. We will talk to you later. Peace out, guys. Yeah. Right, I'll see you later, Jace. Bye.